Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Till Death Do Us Fart. Till Death Do Us... What? <laughs> yep. That's the one you went with. Yep, that's the that's one the we went wonderful. with. I mean, that's the one... Who went with? Uh, that uh-huh. was the one Marcus Newman went with. Oh, Thanks, Marcus. Thanks, Marcus. <laughs> Till death do us fart. God, Till bringing the tone death. down of the, <laughs> this podcast. Hey, this is a highbrow show. Thank you very yeah. much. We have been... Bringing farts into it. Oh. We may be reviewed by Mark Commode at some point in the we future. Ma- we might. But thank you, Marcus Newman, uh, who got in touch with us on Facebook for Till death do us fart. So we're I'm doing... going to start calling him Marcus commode because he's bringing the toilet humor we're doing rom-coms this week (laughs) joining us for a rom-commy time shannon greaves hello i know you beautiful viewers are waiting for a magnificent and wonderful rom-commy podcast and i'm here to bring some soothe dosset tones (laughs) yeah yeah shannon we've we've been told that um, Shannon's uh, best bit in the podcast is 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 dulcet tones. <laughs> My voice. Oh, sorry, like... Dorset. Dorset tones. Dorset tones. <laughs> there we go. Tones from Dorset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about Dorset. I no. Talk about that. <laughs> so, do you want to hear some honourable rom-com mentions? Sounds like a trick question. Yes. So, yeah, if you want to give us film titles at any point. Just follow us on our social media. That's uh, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and Twitter. We're on there at Life's a Pitch Show. So from Mike Cello, we've got, but I've only just met you. Seriously, I don't know you at all. (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, my inner monologue when watching whatever rom-com it is. It's usually like, you've known them for less than five minutes. Okay, I'll be invested in these characters, not. Rom-coms. Yes. And, and importantly, and the title. And the title being, I don't know you, but what I the bet... hell, get out of my house, right? <laughs> that's, that's the tagline. Can you movie. please give back my car keys and my front door keys? I don't know how you got them. Get, leave this airport immediately. Leave, that's what should be. Leave my suspiciously big apartment. <laughs> Oh, well, what's the title again? It's, uh, but I've only just met you. Seriously, I don't know you at all. I think this this film is probably going to be a fairly predictable one where we mm. see a whirlwind romance, mm. but in a, in a position where people are kind of stuck with each other, right? So it's like maybe like, maybe not trapped in a lift, but a similar scenario, right? Mm. Snowed in at the airport or something. Mm. Okay, yeah, let's right? go with that. Snowed in at the airport. They, they, they've all got places to be, mm-hmm. but these mm. two people are having a whirlwind romance. It's Christmas time. Oh, Christmas movie. And um, you kind of see these out-of-context scenes of different, different stuff going on between these two people. Mm. And then we get to the end of that, like the first half of the film... Planes take the snow clears. Planes take off, mm. and um, the the what one of them never calls the other one back. So I'm, mm. I'm talking. I'm thinking like uh, Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. and um, Seth Rogen. 
Yeah. And uh, <laughs> no, no, Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis and yeah. Anne Hathaway. Ja- cool. Jason okay. Sudeikis, a slightly more unnerving but weirdly more likable Seth Rogen. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I have a little bit of Shannon spice to this. The way that I saw this. Uh, was pretty much the same ideas, but um, it's told in the same way that um, Memento is told. <laughs> uh, so it's actually, it's not told in chronological order. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. And it, the final scene is the tying scene together, which is actually just, oh, you thought it was a romance. It's actually just two people running into each other and having a bunch of coincidences. Yeah. And See, they just leave. The way yeah. I saw it was like that Jason Sudeikis sort of like phones her or something, like eventually like, and she just... She takes off in the plane, never calls him back. Mm. And then we see the rest of the film, that we, we see the intermittent scenes yeah. from the perspective of Anne Hathaway. Mm. And it's basically all her trying to avoid Jason Sudeikis in the, in the airport. I would watch this. <laughs> like, he thought it was a whirlwind romance because he kept going over to her and stuff. Yeah. And all the intermittent scenes were her trying to avoid him. I w- uh, yes. <laughs> I'd legitimately uh, watch this, I think. That's so good. So, so we play it from his point of view yeah. and it's like a very very rom-commy meet cutie yeah. style and then all of a sudden like everyone's like oh that's the end of the movie and it flips and it's only halfway and then the rest of the movie <laughs> yeah. is told You're like this is quite early for them to mm. to have the, the 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 darkest moment actually no actually I'm can't write myself mm. literally halfway through the movie is one of the best places to have your darkest moment yeah um, but so everyone's like okay and now they get back together right some yeah, coincidence yeah. starts them off on the path that they're gonna uh-huh. get back together mm. And we just go, nah, <laughs> rewind. <laughs> rewind. That's it, rewind. Like, he, asks, he sends her a letter. Mm. Like, I don't know how he's found out her address. Um, he, like, <laughs> he, he... He got her bag by yeah, accident. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. They, had, they left, had, like, a mix-up of luggage. Mm. And she left stuff. behind, like, the tag off her luggage, yes. right? It came off right. her, her luggage as, as she's getting on the plane. Mm. Her, her tag came off her luggage. He picks it up, like, oh, right, I know where she where this is kind of return address yeah, yeah. to, right? Yeah. Um, so he sends her a letter being like, what happened? I, I thought you we were getting on really well. Uh, and then we cut to Anne Hathaway getting in from, from this uh, trip, mm. um, like, a month later... And then uh, her friend... Um, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson, sure. Of course. Yeah. Her friend Rebel Wilson. She's like, making her way into the rom-coms. Who, yeah, the, Rebel bloody, who the bloody hell's that? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's this all about? <laughs> and she's like, oh, don't get me started. And then she starts telling it. And it's kind of like those, those uh, sitcoms mm. Uh, mm. where they tell different, the same thing from different perspectives. Yes. Except yeah, yeah. that it's one other perspective and it's that she was having a terrible time trying to avoid Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. And that's I think, that. I think we all are, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, he's a good actor yeah, yeah. that I don't want to be around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so from Connor possessed by Brenda's bis- riddled ghost, <laughs> we've got Matthew McConaughey is way too hot. <laughs> I... It's just Matthew McConaughey in a kiln. <laughs> That's too hot in here. It's way too hot. <laughs> it's one of the, it is one of those films where Matthew McConaughey is stuck in a sauna. I think there's a collective subconscious, mm. right, um, that the reason we say that attractive people are hot mm. is that there is an actual link 
between the 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 physically hotter someone gets, the more attractive they are. Mm. And so what happens when when um, uh, Matthew McConaughey, an inventor, mm. um, like in Flubber, <laughs> is trying to make the perfect sauna <laughs> <laughs> that's powered by fusion. <laughs> as in Flubber. Like if, you, Flubber if you didn't know what an inventor was watch the film Flubber then you'll it's, know it's one of them <laughs> I mean like he's also got romantic interests going on because he keeps yeah, yeah. missing weddings yeah. in Flubber that is yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and, he, and, and Matthew McConaughey and Matthew, in this movie Matthew well. McConaughey also yeah yeah he's getting married to about six different people in this movie <laughs> well he's getting married to one but by the time he gets trapped in this sauna mm. and continually getting hotter and hotter mm. to the point but, like, something about the fusion uh, system prevents him completely combusting and dying. Mm. Um, it's a little bit like, you know, Captain Atom or whatever from... from it's from it's the basically comics. the Human Torch biopic. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the, 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 the more physically warm he gets mm. as he approaches the temperature of the centre of the sun, more people keep getting in with him. <laughs> like, they keep opening... Like This is a really dark story, though, because... You'll be on fire at some point, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm so attracted to you. Ow, I've burnt to a crisp. Yeah. So, like, I like the idea that basically he, um, he's this, like, it's, this is a problem, right? Like the Hulk, he's trapped in this experiment. Yeah. Chamber, sure. except it's a sauna. He gets mm. bitten and, by a pot spider. And yeah. a couple of, and a couple of, <laughs> A really hench spider. <laughs> like a, come like over a, here. I'm gonna give you a little bit of a And a couple nipple. of people in the local area wander in, right? And they get burnt up to a crisp. Mm. But their molecules get added to him, yeah. And so he's getting bigger and, and hotter and hotter. And suddenly, like eventually, you know, a cordon is set up to try and prevent people getting in. But the people who are in charge of that keep getting in as well. So like, it's, it's essentially. Matthew McConaughey in this film turns the entire human race into moths. You know the whole, you know the whole process of like um, uh, Harley Quinn and the Joker, where he like she's <laughs> yeah. assigned to his case, yeah. but yeah. eventually like ends up joining him and stuff. Yeah, it's like that repeatedly, except Matthew McConaughey is just reasonably pleasant, but the hotter he gets, everyone just has the hots for him. Yeah, and they all die. Yeah, they all, they all die whenever they get in. Yeah. Except and, and for... become part of the McConaughey. Except for, <laughs> yeah. because this is a rom-com, yes, right? Exactly. Except for one person. One person has who to Who is the final in. remaining human left, and it's... In uh, Antarctic. Who's, who's on an Antarctic base. <laughs> yeah, it is... Uh, is it Vanilla Ice? Is that the song name? <laughs> it's Vanilla Ice singing Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. Um, and in this moment of... Uh, Matthew McConaughey is just there like, I've almost killed everyone, and I'm so attractive, and he hears this, like, serenade, and there's, mm. like... What is that beautiful, chilling voice I hear? <laughs> and it's Vanilla Ice just it's singing that song. Dun 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 dun. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> so, so Matthew McConaughey, this eldritch god now, yeah. <laughs> the sun is. <laughs> it's like it's like a rom com. It's almost like a screwball comedy <laughs> between Matthew McConaughey, flaming eldritch god, and Vanilla Ice. At this point, vanilla ice stuck on an Antarctic base. I like the idea that basically not everyone has died. Everyone, everyone in Matthew McConaughey's neighborhood has died, yeah. and all the people assigned to the case. So they're bringing in vanilla ice as the chief 
Yeah. As the, as the, as the chief expert on ice mm. mm-hmm. to try and cool this whole situation down. Mm. Yeah. And I think, like, man, so we need to figure out how they get a dialogue going and how you make uh, Matthew McConaughey fall for... Uh, well, they they do it over Skype. Yeah. And the whole film is a allegory for the dangers of falling in love with someone you've met oh over the my internet. god this is this is a romeo and juliet story this is, is absolutely it? a romeo and juliet story so they so they talk over skype yeah uh about like their difficulties of like oh it's so cold over here and then matthew mcconaughey's like well you've got it easy i kill people but if they come too close because uh, it was you, so hot you think you've got it bad oh this side of the and earth they, is and they crisp. start to bond about their opposites because opposites attract yeah and then it comes to a point like they're like I have to meet you and they fall in love over Skype and they meet each other and the the opposites of being so cold and being so hot means they both die holding each other's hands. I think I think with to add <laughs> to the answer the comedy situation of this rom com. Oh sorry, you were going comedy, my bad. I thought it was deadly serious. <laughs> I've been I've been laughing a lot. I think I think basically what happens is that um uh ice vanilla ice is um, trying, he he's been hired by the government to try and kill Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, right to shut him down okay. by any means necessary from Antarctica. They're keeping him away in on this Antarctic base because that's the only place that Matthew McConaughey's uh, he isn't reaching. Mm. So there's no chance of of, uh, of Vanilla Ice getting corrupted. But okay. one day, Matthew McConaughey calls Vanilla Ice on Skype, <laughs> right? Because he's like, I've. <laughs> Yep. Yep. And uh, and uh, he's like, oh no. And he's like, who's this? And then just this flaming visage uh, comes over the over Skype, and he's like, uh, oh no. Oh, oh no. I'm, oh, I can't. I can't be t- seen talking with you. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's Owen Wilson. All right, all right, all right. Oh no, that's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> listen, listen to me. <laughs> Vanilla Ryan. I gotta talk to you because you seem really interesting. And frankly, I'm going a little bit, Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 not a little bit. It's genuinely confusing. <laughs> frankly, I don't understand. <laughs> There's the Owen Wilson. Right. So, how does this film end? We've got, think, we've got the think, premise think, and the meat. I think they 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 fall in love, but the important thing is that Matthew McConaughey falls in love with. It's mutual in this case. Mm. Yeah, of right? course. So Matthew McConaughey walks across the ocean, mm. like parting it, just like burning a hole through Evaporating it. the ocean, yeah. right? Um, like as it just rushes in and just blasting it out. Yeah. Uh, just a steam bubble just pulsating its way through the ocean. I mean, this is, this is a man as hot as the sun. Yeah. Walking through the ocean. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and uh, eventually, as he starts to get towards Antar- the Antarctic, he starts to slow down. And just as Vanilla Ice is standing there, like, yes, I'm finally going to see my love. And that's how he speaks. Um, uh, <laughs> what light through yonder window breaks? <laughs> that's the Vanilla Ice I know. <laughs> Shall I compare thee to a summer sun? Ice, ice, baby child, babe. <laughs> um, <laughs> sh- 
Shall I compare thee to a son? Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's walking through the ocean, eventually starts to get to the, the Antarctic, and he just gets buried in ice. Like... <laughs> This, this, all his ice is falling down on top of him. Uh, we, we spun, of we've spun straight back round to Frozen. Like he proper mm. freezes up. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he turns to ice. Yeah, and he's just buried right up to his up to his neck, which is just still a little bit glowing. But he's now trapped in ice. He can't move. Yeah. And uh, and actually, a little bit of a wrong co- uh, uh, retcon on this. This is how uh, Vanilla Ice goes to write the song Ice Ice Baby. Yeah. It's a song about <laughs> his love who has turned to ice. Right, listen back to that song. And you'll right. hear this. You'll hear the lyrics. <laughs> but you'll I, hear the story I, of the song. I appreciate I said, let's put more, more comedy into this and then didn't put any comedy. <laughs> I think basically there's a whole bit where they're trying to hide their relationship from the government. Oh, sure. The government is like, fire, ice missiles at him. And uh, uh, Vanilla Ice is like, mwah. But he is kind of cute. The government, <laughs> the entire government played by Charlie Day in many different costumes. <laughs> yes. Fire! <laughs> Ice missiles! All right, so thank you for all those honourable mentions. Remember, you can give us titles any time of the week. If you go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast, give us a like there. Give us a follow as well on Twitter at Life's a Pitch show. We love it when you do that. Really mm. do. Um, it's like the the best bit about doing this podcast is funnily enough, not, not, not talking to... Uh, uh, Tom McGrath, although that is good. Um, I like to hear about Boss Baby, but the um, the best bit is, in fact, you guys and doing like looking at your titles and like seeing the, the ridiculous amount you guys make us laugh with the titles you bring along. I mean, you guys should see the ones that we don't pitch. Oh, that's it. Mm. Oh, they're incredible. Mm. And um, you can do if you just go over to the posts we make on Facebook and Twitter. And to mm. do that, you got to follow us. So good luck. I mean, you can do it and not follow us, but we kind of like it if you did. I mean, you'll find it easier to find those titles that yeah. other people have done if you if if, if you don't. Well, yeah. you do. Well, you do follow us. Do, do follow us. That is fair. Sorry, I got mixed up. You do want to follow us. All right, so this week's title is from Marcus Newman, Till Death Doers Fart. Okay, so I've got, I've got a premise. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you guys uh, play around with it as much as you want. Yeah. Uh, but I do have a requirement. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is Morgan Freeman having uh, a narrate, narrator role in this. Because I feel like this movie is being told from the perspective of someone who has just died. Um, because it's till death do us part. So I imagine that the end of this movie is him dying at his wedding. Okay. Uh, due, mm. to, due to the smelliest of farts. I, I have an idea. And it's genuinely it. like, it might be good. I don't know. All right. right. Morgan Freeman... Or whoever Morgan Freeman is playing with as a younger uh-huh. person, right? Mm. So I, uh, I'll let you choose who that is. I don't know actors, but <laughs> um, Morgan Freeman is like this character mm. undergoes some kind of like I don't know. There's a system in place in which him and his potential like girlfriend mm. control each other's farts. <laughs> right okay. they control when each other fart right. and the reason that this is gets good right, right. is because mm-hmm. they they can press a button and make the other one fart so early on it's used as a prank 
entirely mm. as a prank. Morgan Freeman, he's pressing the button every day. As soon as like, uh, as soon as I don't know, um, uh, Maggie Smith is, um, as soon as she walks into a meeting, he's like. <laughs> I love old folk rom-coms. <laughs> so, but this is when they're younger. We've de-aged them. Okay, right. right. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, Kristen Wiig and... No, it's just them but de-aged. Oh, like a Marvel movie. Yeah, like in Captain Marvel with uh, with, with uh, El Capitano. El. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that El film. Capitano. Yeah, El Capitano Marvel. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. So, we've de-aged them, like, right. technologically... Mm. Um, like they did with Nick Fury. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and he's... Uh, and Jeff Bridges from Tron Legacy. Yeah, I mean, we'll only have the budget to do it that well. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I so, so, I need, so I for need the entirety of the, so for the almost the entirety <laughs> of this movie, Morgan Freeman and Maggie Smith look like putty. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, so right, well, yes, because I, I think there's only one conceit I can I, I can do for this, mm. and that's they're both in a horrible accident, and a mad billionaire <laughs> like implements this system. Right? He's like, uh, it's uh, I want to say, <sighs> fuck it, it's Willem Dafoe, mm. and he's like, I'm a mad billionaire, and I've decided. Uh, no, you know what? It's not. It's it's Nick Cage. Yeah. 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 That, that that he would he would definitely be in this movie. I've got a great idea. I'll pay for your medical bills after you've been in this terrible accident. Except there's one stipulation. <laughs> I'm doing a social experiment that I think will bring you both together. So I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna at Charlie Brooker. <laughs> This uh, this is this is gonna be the next San Junipero. Yeah. Yeah. You control each other's farts. <laughs> and so early on, revolutionary they're... in the film industry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're both trying to get ahead in life. They're both lawyers, right? Mm. Okay. Um, and the stakes are so high. Now. Yeah. And and like that's the that's the job I can imagine where farting in the middle of it could really undermine your case yeah yeah right so they're they're rivals and they're farting in each other's big moments mm. and until eventually they both get disbarred mm. for just contempt of court mm. okay right because it, it comes to a head they hate each other so much mm. but in that in that moment they they come together the fact that they both got disbarred for this war mm. and they they come together and they start to go okay listen what if we don't fart at all? What if we never press the button? Like, do we never have to fart? Mm. And it turns out that Nick, again, Nick Cage has thought of it already. Mm. If you don't press the fart button, because he's a bastard, right? Yeah, yeah. If you don't press the fart button, your body like swells up, and eventually you'll oh, die. You, yeah, you start. Yeah, you start to die. But you, you, you die if you don't press the fart button, mm. right? Because the. All the farts that you're not using in the in the, the your other your other person get transferred to you and you die. Shit. Oh shit! Yeah. So like it's there's a whole thing with them trying to uh, secretly fart in court and like trying to get like uh, 
they're, they're against each other. One of them's the prosecutor, one of them's the defense, and the, pros- yeah. uh, the prosecution. So Morgan Freeman's like, I will tell you. Uh, and then just while he's shouting, he presses the button to fart for Maggie Smith yeah, so yeah. that nobody can hear it. And they're all trying to get out from under, but Nick Cage is sneaking in there trying to, trying to make him fart loud. Now, Maggie, we've got to do this at the least pressing of times. This sports person has clearly done this murder, Maggie. Why do they have to do it? During the court cases, oh, they've always got to do it. <laughs> they've always got to yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a timer you got to do it on, right? It's a lot of gas. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. these are long court cases. Like yeah. they're doing malicious sports person murder, right? Mm. Who has definitely done it, but someone is trying to get him to acquit him. All mm. right. Like, and this is an important case, but it's going to go on for a long time. Mm. So they can't just not fart, otherwise one of them will die. Yeah. So, like, they're really trying to, they're really trying to sort of um, work on this schedule. In the meantime, sports person Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Another Nicolas Cage. Nicolas yeah. Cage in a different outfit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's done a murder and he's trying to get away with it. Yeah. He's Nicolas Cage's son. Played by Nicolas Cage. Played by yeah, Nicolas yeah. Cage. <laughs> and he's done a murder and Nick Cage is trying to get, away, get him away with it mm. by, because they're both on the prosecution... Right, because Maggie Smith and Morgan Freeman are on the prosecution, mm. Nick Cage is trying to get them to fart for it, like make each other fart yeah. by reducing the time it takes for them to <laughs> to, to die. Mm. Right, so then like okay. there's a whole bunch of courtroom japes where they're trying not to die by farting. <laughs> I mean, what else can we do with that? I think I think we're missing I think we're missing like a moment which is from uh from the rom-coms I've seen there is almost there's always a part in the movie where there's a sense of false safety so I think yeah. we're missing uh a side character who comes in who's a doctor who's like I've got something medically that will help you so that you don't ever have to fart again and mm. like it will deal with the excess build up um of gas inside of your bodies uh, and also played by Nick Cage. Also played by Nick Cage. <laughs> um... <laughs> this one is played by um, uh, Roger Allen. Roger Allen. Yeah, he's a doctor. Cool, but... uh, Roger Allen, and uh, he's there, and he's like, "Look, you here? Here is a have these, and they are um, they're constipation tablets." Okay. Um, no, the opposite. They're laxatives. Uh, and it's a, pa- a massive pack of laxatives. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, just take these every single five minutes <laughs> of your day and you won't have to do this. And they start doing this and they're like, oh, these are really working. This is great. Um, Their career goes from strength to strength. Strength to strength until they get onto this massive case. And mm. when that's when they realise uh, that uh, the judge... Who is um, Nick Cage? <laughs> no, oh, it's enough. No. Enough, Nick Cage. Uh, Alan Rickman. Um, uh, I find this defendant very attractive. But he, he also turns around and goes um, because they don't know because they don't know what these tablets are. And he's he's watching the defense and prosecutor yeah. take it all the time. He's like, you can't have these uh, in the courtroom. Um, this is my oh yeah, these are illegal room. substances. And then, and then, um, at some point, they they have to put them away, right? Yeah. And then, um, like Maggie Smith with 
sorrow in her eyes, looks across the courtroom at Morgan Freeman and just holds down the button. Yeah. And then he does this huge, long fart. <laughs> and like, like the entire courtroom, like we put a wind machine on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and that loses in the case. And yeah. they, they don't get to prosecute uh, uh, Nick, Nick Cage's Cage son. Sportsman, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. So... That's darkest time, right? That's the because they've broken yeah. up. Because Maggie Smith has basically betrayed, and mm, she's she's won Morgan the case. Freeman. She's yeah. gone like she's massively excelled, and he's got like yeah, he's pr- fully disbarred. Like he loses his um yeah, he loses his license. He loses his home. Mm. He's and in different parts of the world now. Yes, I just want to talk for a minute about uh, art direction here. Yeah. Uh, okay, so have you ever cool. seen the film Thunderpants? I have oh, seen the trailer. Yes. Yeah, with uh, you've seen the trailer. Yeah, so have I. Um, <laughs> with uh, with Rupert Grint. Yeah. and mm. another man. Yeah, uh, in it. Oh, that um, other man. That, was a good that, that other man. And uh, a pa- like from what I've seen, the color palette in it is like a very browny green. <laughs> like like everything in it. They is just like wanted to look like the Matrix, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. We go for the Matrix color thing of we put a green filter over everything. Okay. Uh, Morgan Freeman wears entirely green clothes. Yeah, okay. Uh, Maggie Smith wears a green jumpsuit. We have browns as well. So it, it just... It the just... browns are the court for a start, right? And we the, highlight... Yeah. I think it's that color filter, right? The pass filter mm. where we highlight the browns mm. of already... Like the the wood, the stained wood oh, of the whole. Oh, and you know what? Just to just to show, because I'm a bit of an artsy person myself, yeah. uh, <laughs> to uh, to really show kind of the escalation of something going wrong is that the browns become more saturated yeah. throughout the movie. So it starts off plain and like mm. to represent the build up. Uh, of, and of, of, of shit. Of, of shit. Yeah. Uh, the 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 browns become more saturated. Yeah. And then so like we've got we've got the lowest point right now we're at the lowest point with um with 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 Maggie Smith riding kind of high but she hates herself because she's succeeded in a in career but she's done so at the expense of uh the one she she's been having this uh this fling with she's been having a relationship with. Has she and been so, having a relationship with Nicolas Cage? No, with um, Morgan with, with Morgan Freeman. Oh, right? I know. I thought I thought they were like that was the steady relationship, well, and then they yeah. break up. I think, and I then think it's a whirlwind romance. Mm. Okay, right? Um, and um, that, that's the sort of thing they've been they've been working on this together. I, I yeah. think I think they should start dating other people. That's but why like, I, think, I think Maggie should then after the case where yeah. she presses the button and makes an. Uh, Morgan Freeman lose the case. I think she should start dating Nicolas Cage's son. Oh, Nicolas Cage. Roads must a man walk down. Well, this is the thing. Before you can call him a man, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. <laughs> the answer <laughs> is blowing <laughs> in the wind. And that song plays. That's over the when montage. when they're when they're sad. Like, like Morgan Freeman is sad looking out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he's looking out in from outside yeah. of of this of this office as. Maggie Smith is uh, having dinner with Nick Cage, mm. the son Nick Cage, son right? Nick Cage, Nick Cage Junior. Yeah. Let's call him yeah. D-Age Nick Cage. Yeah, D-Age Nick, yeah, Nick Cage, Nick Cage, Cage Junior. And she's looking out into the into the sky, right? She's looking out across the the. She's obviously not happy, no. But she's she, she's there. That's where she is, right? Mm. At some point, they come back together. And I've got an idea as for the case it is. Uh, okay, I'm going to go with that, and then I have an idea, because I have something very different, but I think it will really tie in the title uh, okay. to this movie. So, but before before we go any further, yeah. I've got 
just a just a scene yeah. where either Morgan Freeman or Maggie Smith is on a date with someone. Yeah. Uh, someone new. They started dating new people, and one of the, the other one is jealous of yeah. the other. So they're out in a bush outside this restaurant, <laughs> just pressing. pressing the button. Oh, of course, yeah. Just, yeah, it's, it's, just, but, it's a comedy, isn't it? But uh, Maggie Smith has been clever and taken them to see an umpire band. Exactly, so it doesn't work. So the, the, the jealousy just, it just builds. And she's looking out like, nope. Nope. Uh-uh, not today. And you ain't got together. me this time, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's date. Yeah. So I, anyway, so they come together, they get, they, they live apart. You know, they're, they're sort of just, uh, slowly it starts to, that, that rivalry starts to ebb off and they start just using this responsibly just pressing mm. the button and stuff so that they don't die and, and making each other fart not really knowing when to fart not really knowing when, when it's a good or bad time right mm. and then it all comes to a head when Nick Cage Jr. runs for presidency okay, okay. where were you going Sharon? my I was going with a real bittersweet ending because it's a rom-com mm. uh, much like um, Traveller's Wife uh, time traveler's wife and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, where you have so, and then like in La La Land, uh, mm. is like oh, yeah, they yeah. grow further and further apart, yeah, and Maggie sure. gets sadder and sadder and sadder. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nick Cage Jr. proposes to her, yeah, and they're about to get oh, like they're, they're, they're gonna get married and stuff. And Morgan Freeman hears about this and is like, shit, I've lost the one true love of my life, or because of a fart. And then he hears from the doctor, who comes rushing in uh, to his to his apartment one day, going, "Look, look, you've got to go get her. You've got to go get her. You've got to go get Maggie." And he's like, "What? Wait, what? Why?" And it was like, "She hasn't been taking the laxatives. Like, she stopped taking them. <laughs> she stopped taking them as soon as that court case happened. And she literally has an hour to live. She she's not been farting at all. She's not been farting, but she's been pretending to be taking laxatives. But she's so sad that she's just stopped taking them and is like, I'm Morgan ready. Morgan like, I thought I hadn't been passing gas. Yeah. That's strange. Yeah. And so Morgan Freeman starts running to the wedding mm. uh, to grab them with the button in hand. Yeah. Um, and runs through, bursts through the door and it's like at the point of, is there any objections oh, to yeah, them? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, uh, speak, speak now or forever hold your peace. Uh, it's Nick Cage. The I've got something to say, says Morgan Freeman in my <laughs> and presses the button. <laughs> I got a piece. No, wait, wait. No, I, I, I've got a piece. <laughs> I and can't shout as Morgan hold, Freeman. Hold, <laughs> I've got a piece. Uh, hold, hold, holds her button down. And as he's holding this button and she is just the longest fart possible. There's Again, a really there's a really emotional like come what may speech being said yeah. by Morgan Freeman. I've got a piece some geese. <laughs> and we get we get our money's worth out of the wind machine yeah. uh, as yep. the whole crowd is, is is the same crowd from the court case earlier. Yeah, we don't know. We, we have some budget left, not that yeah. much budget. In, in fact, it might be the same, same shot. footage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, and it's uh, yeah, that goes on. And there's a really tear jerking speech uh, because of the smell and also because of Morgan Freeman's kind words. Mm. Um, and in in my mind, it just uh, uh, Nick Cage turns around and goes. Go with him. I, Go with him. Actually, no. I think the vicar should be played by uh, J.K. Simmons because I've got a director in mind for this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think. See, this is the thing. I think 
that happens, they're back together. Mm. They're ready to get married themselves. Okay, right? cool. So this is like not the end of the movie. Because cool. it's till death, right? Yeah. So we, we started the movie with with, with um, uh, Morgan Freeman narrating over his own funeral. Yeah. Mm. And so old uh, Nick Cage Jr., is running for president mm-hmm. after this wedding, yeah. and he's to spite them. As he's, he's a bad man. Yeah. Right. And she's been asked to testify against him because she had access to all his files while they were of in course. a relationship. Mm. Um, she's been asked to t- testify against him because, like, he's now in trouble. Right. He's, mm. he's, they're, they're trying to figure out if he's done a really, really rude, bad thing. Mm. The FBI's found yeah. something about as he's running, which could like make or break his campaign. Exactly. And so, and and Morgan Freeman. Prosecution. Maggie mm. Smith on the stand. Yeah. And uh like as prosecution, Morgan Freeman is just like, I can't press the button. And this this case goes on for days and days and days, and they're on the stand, no breaks at all. Mm. Cause um after the after the fiasco last time, um uh the judge, which we cast as Alan uh, uh, Alan Rickman, yeah, yeah, um is like uh there will be no no breaks from this uh, this testimony. You will be giving testimony for the next forty eight hours, uh, and and like Morgan, you can see Morgan Freeman like cannot will not press the button. Yeah, right. And you can see him getting more and more bloated as she gives this testimony and 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 continues talking and talking and talking, and slowly you just see him swell up. And then eventually, just as as the last thing, as she reaches the the climax of the of the of the speech, mm. she says this thing, and then uh, Alan Rickman brings down the uh, the the gavel and says, "I've heard enough." And then suddenly, like uh, Morgan Freeman, like cr- collapses to the ground. Oh, we don't even find out if he was found guilty or not. No, no. Oh, wonderful. And no. it's just ending with Morgan Freeman. Like as a bird, uh, a bird shot of kind of spinning off of the uh, trial floor. Mm. Looks down at Maggie Smith in uh, wearing wearing all black now. Yeah, underaged Maggie Smith now, um, because they've got to that age. Yeah, like this took over their entire lifespan. Like, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, like. Well, I I think uh, Morgan Freeman shouldn't just drop to the floor. I think because he's he's farting, (laughs) he he flies out the window. Like a balloon. Yeah, like yeah, a balloon yeah, goes yeah, around yeah. the courthouse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he goes around the courthouse first and then out through the stained glass window. Nice. 50 floors down. Okay. I don't know Till where this court is. But... <laughs> it's up at the top of a skyscraper. It, it... With stained glass windows. Yeah. It's in a church. And it's at the top of a skyscraper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Morgan, uh, Morgan Freeman uh, just... Ends it all like with a yeah. speech about how this was, you know, mm-hmm. this was his life. Uh, yeah. Um, in the end, we all must pass. Gas. Seinfeld's bass come in. Before the credits roll, they all come into the courthouse and take a bow. Yeah. It's directed by Damien Chazelle. And yeah, and just after just after the bows, actually, there's there's an extra bit in the end of Mirror Mirror. There is with Lily Collins that movie. Starring Lily Collins. Yeah, starring Lily Collins. There's a bit at the end of that 
that where they just start singing mm. and like it's like a proper choreographed song and they're doing a whole thing that happens in the courtroom yeah. like they start coming out and start singing the song and it just and then credits that's wrong well, and then but like the, the film ends much you know remember how Flubber ended with Flubber flowing towards the, yeah, yeah. the camera yeah. and then the screen going black <laughs> yeah. Alan Rickman slams down the button and him and Morgan Freeman and Maggie Smith fly towards the camera. <laughs> oh, I love it. Dun, 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 and, and then everyone's dancing in the middle of the courtroom and Alan Rickman, obviously, because he's he, he's been the stoic one, the stoic mm. authority figure, yeah. he's like, he's got this sort of a face on, like, he can't help but... Uh, start to dance and tap yeah. his feet to the rhythm, yeah, like yeah, you know, because yeah. that always happens. Oh, uh, and um, Nick Cage Jr. Like, because Nick Cage at, at the moment has died now. He's, mm. he's too oh old. yeah, he died. Um, he, he didn't. Yeah, he didn't make it. But Nick Cage Jr. is like falls into some manure, and he's like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, uh, like yeah, he 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 gets his own. They get their own back on him. Yeah, yeah. And it's oh man. They all do their own moves. Um, uh, uh, who's who has been the psycho? Oh, uh, Alan Rickman. J.K. Simmons does the worm. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him do it. It's intense. There's a bunch of cameos throughout the movie. No one understands. Ryan Gosling's there at some point. He does a spin on his head. Yeah. And everyone's like, yeah, clapping. Like Ryan Gosling's playing the drums. Yeah. Uh, the Jonas Brothers are there singing yeah. the song as like the prom crew who are just there. Yeah. I need you, you, you. Like that. And then yeah. that's yeah. it. It's, uh, it's the end. Akin to the Blues Brothers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Damien Chazelle, director of La La Land, <laughs> Whiplash. And the Blues Brothers. And, and the Blues Brothers, apparently. <laughs> First man as well. <laughs> and of course, till death do us fart. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It was a, it was a big uh, it was a big diving board, wasn't it, Damien Chazelle? Yeah. <laughs> all those all those rungs on those ladders. He oh. got to that. He got to the top of that diving board and then just shot Yum, straight dog. down with till death to his fart. <laughs> Okay, well, that's that's uh, to the to left of his fart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you um, for listening to that. Yeah, and thank uh, you, Marcus, for the title. Yeah, thank, thank you, you very much, Marcus. Very well pitched, mm-hmm. sir. Um, so, um, if you liked the show, then maybe you, you can well tell your friends. Um, it would be really nice if you would uh, spe- like spread the word of the mm. podcast. Um, we um, like we're proud to say that um, the podcast gets all. Of its listens from people having told someone else about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and yeah, and an interaction like that could go some something like this. Shannon, right? Yeah, all right. Uh, you listen to podcasts. Yeah, quite I do. A bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I wonder if you can like recommend me some. Or oh, something you know like. what? There's there's some really funny guys uh, who pitch uh, movies like, and they like out of nowhere and based on title suggestions from like people who. Oh go my god! On I, think, I think I've heard of that. It's it's called Elevator Pitch, isn't it? No, 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 no. no, no oh, Right. It, it, it's a copy of that. It's called Life's a Pitch. Um, oh, Life's a Pitch. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Seems like a very spurious pun. Like, I don't think it's... It's very tenuous, that one. Yeah, maybe... maybe I mean, is it any good? I mean, I really like it, but, you know, um, maybe... No accounting for taste. Okay, maybe. right. Well, I'll, I'll give it a listen. Where can I find it, Shannon? Do you know? Uh, you can find it on multiple platforms... Mostly SoundCloud. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's just type in "Lives of Pitch" podcast. I've got, I've got an iPhone with a, with a podcast app. Yeah, what's a, a podcast? Yeah. 
Grandma, please go back in the cupboard for five seconds. I won't listen to it if it's more than three minutes long. Shannon, Shannon's, Shannon's grandma, we're having a chat about podcasts. Please, What's a podcast? Please return to the cupboard. I'm shutting the door now. Oh no! Uh, so so right, I've got I've got the podcast app on on yeah. on Apple. Uh-huh. Right, right. What do I do? Right, you press that button. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then in the search bar of whatever appropriate uh, mm. podcast app, you type in "Lives a Pitch." Okay, right, right, right. Right, and it should just pop up. Okay. Oh no! No. Uh, oh. No, um, it, it's just got a lot of football podcast. BT Sport, yeah. Yeah, BT oh, Sport and, oh. and stuff. Uh, well, maybe what you need to do then is that you need to get in contact with uh, Willem Dafoe and he will personally recommend uh, and give you the contact numbers. All right. Willem Dafoe people. does know the RSS feed off by heart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, he, he has their number and you can just get it off of them. It's All real right. simple. Well, well I'll, close, I'll close the Apple Podcasts app right yeah. now. Uh, and because uh, I've got I've got Willem Dafoe on speed dial. I'll, yeah, of course. I'll give, same. I'll give him a call. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hang on, guys. I gotta take this call. It's important. <laughs> Hello. Oh, hi, 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 Willem. It's it's Shannon's it's Shannon's best friend Tom. Oh, you got um, the you got the blood bags. You got the blood bags. No, <laughs> that's not her. That's not what. Right. Yeah, I do. Right. And and we'll talk about. Oh no, that. sorry, sorry. Uh, who is this? It, it's Tom. Sorry, I'm on the uh, I'm on the on the set of Pl- Platoon Three. Okay, uh, right, right. Well, uh, Willem, Willem right. uh, I'll I'll give you a call about the blood bags on a, on my burner phone. Uh, but right, do you know the RSS feed for the Life of Pitch podcast? Because yeah, I need yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. <laughs> or or you could just go to. Uh, soundcloud.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast all right cool cool i think i can download an app on my uh, smartphone for that so yeah I'll, I'll just do that all right thanks thanks willem um i loved you in thank you very much yeah yeah it's great to hear from you goodbye no all right thank you thanks hey uh, did he did he give it to you yeah yeah good, you know I'll, good. I'll also, did, did you did you did you talk about the blood bags i'll, I'll yeah how do you know about the blood bags? I also supply him. That is exactly how an interaction like that would yeah, go. Yeah, that's now. exactly how that would uh, go. That, that's every single interaction I've ever had when mm. recommending Lives of Pitch podcasts. But mm. if you want to keep your friends and you uh, instead want to sh- uh, to help us in a more surreptitious way, you can uh, go to patreon.com forward slash Lives of Pitch podcast where you can give us some money and have us uh, read out whatever pseudonym it is you want to go underneath, uh, under. Like, we don't even have to read out your real name. Like these people who have helped us out so far. Mahir Trevedi, my waste of talent. We are gathered to mourn the loss of our dearly departed Brenda. Brandon Spanky Mills. Ross, still hankering for, the, for those cute wolfy boys originals. Stephen D. Thomas. Sam McKillman. No amount of bisque can fill the hole that Brenda left behind, Andy. <laughs> that cat hasn't moved since Brenda died. He hasn't even touched his bisque. Brent Black. I just can't believe she's gone. Who's going to wave bisques about now? <laughs> Joseph Hegarty. Still write comedy or how I learned to stop worrying and love improv. Brenda Huskerton. Mother. Daughter. Sister. Friend. Ex-wife. Bisque. Mavis, have you heard? Brenda died. You know, her with all them bisques. 
So thank you all those people for, uh, <laughs> for for helping us out. It genuinely does help. Do you know that if you provide us with a little bit of money each month to support the podcast, you can get all sorts of bonus extras, like extra pictures and all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, wow, that's super cool. You get to vote on the genre each week, and uh, I believe what we're doing now is if there's a tie on the genres... We will just merge them together. That's awesome. So I believe there was a tie on rom-coms and heist movies this week. And I'd already put the post out, but Matt suggested it should be a rom-com heist. I think if they go, if we feel like they go together in either yeah. a stupid or good way, yeah. we'll do it. Is it something we can, uh, so we can definitely get out of? Little incentive to make you tie it up. Heist. I, nice. I, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm living for the weeks where we get four votes and. <laughs> They're each for one of the other, one of the separate ones. <laughs> well, I think we're so we end up doing an art house bio, uh, uh, bio, bio biopic uh, rom com western, western sci fi. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that. Please one. don't make us do that. Uh, make but if you want to, that. if you want to, go to patreon.com forward slash life's a bitch podcast and get voting. Yeah. Yes. Shannon, thank you for coming on to the show. Yes, thank you very much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Um, it's been great to have you back yes. uh, with the, the traditional absolute zane that comes with uh, your episodes. You are more than welcome. I'm always here. And um, Tom, thanks for being on the show as well. <laughs> hey, um, hey, Tom. <laughs> hey, Tom. Tom. <laughs> thanks for being on the show. Like, thanks, Matt, thanks for Maddie. keeping it. Thanks for keeping it uh, real. <laughs> you know what? I don't get... I, I've, ne- I've never been thanked for being on this show before. Was... <laughs> well, hey, hey, thanks for doing it. Feels really good. Yeah. Well, hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Matt, 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 Matt thanks. thanks for being on the show. Yeah, Aww, thanks for coming on the show. That's great. You guys are great. All right, so <laughs> shall we end the show with the Yes Very Clever Award? Do it. Yes, can't wait. All right, so this is the Yes Very Clever Award, the award we give away to people who've given us titles based around existing titles. Uh, just a little clever joke in there. So, from Toby James. We've been given 500 days of nuclear winter. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. And I've been Shannon Greaves. Remember who bitched it? <laughs> <laughs>